0: What's up and welcome to the bailout podcast. Hope everybody enjoying their Friday. Hope everybody enjoys their weekend to come today. We're going to talk about upcoming NFL free agency. We're going to talk about Dak Prescott, Tom Brady. Is he really leaving? Phillip Rivers, James Winston, just NFL free agency as a whole coming up. Also going to talk about low baseball, the Astros. Was the punishment good enough? I personally don't think so, but I get in that as well. Last thing is Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Throwing it in the towel, I wouldn't have done it, but I understand why. But I also believe Tyson Fury won the first fight. So I'm going to get into all that. So sit back, get ready. I'll be right back. Let's jump right into this. Let's talk some NFL. phrase is coming up. The franchise tag deadline is also coming up, rapidly approaching. Speaking of franchise tag, let's talk about my man Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys and that contract situation. I'm shocked that this hasn't got done yet, personally. I thought it'd be done, maybe, I'll say by now, I thought it would definitely be done by now, but it seems that Dak wants a certain amount, and Jerry and Stephen Jones will have this amount in mind. Apparently, they also haven't talked to Dak's agent since the fall. They keep saying Dak is their guy, and I'm not knocking him for having a a set price in mind, and I'm not knocking Dak for having a set price in mind what he believes. And I see Cowboy fans or other fans, even just NFL fans, but mostly Cowboy fans, Dak isn't worth what he's asking, Dak isn't worth this, Dak isn't worth that. That may be true. It's a matter of opinion at this point, but Dak Prescott is not going to take less than market. Anyone can say he's not worth this, he's not worth that. It really doesn't matter. All that matters is market. Free agency is about being free. And Dak is free. Now, of course, Dallas can franchise tag Dak. And I'm not surprised. I won't be surprised if they do, because I don't think they want to lose him for nothing unless they have a guaranteed replacement and a la Tom Brady, which we'll get to in a minute. But Dak is gonna want market value. He's looking at Carson Wentz, he's looking at Jared Goff, who got a 110 mil guarantee. He's looking at those. And he's saying, I want that. Same draft class. I would say he's had very similar success, obviously, besides golf getting to a Super Bowl. But he's had similar success besides the Super Bowl. Same draft class, and I just mentioned. Obviously, not a first-round pick. But if I'm Dak, I want at least what Jared Goff got. And that's a 110 mil guarantee. Now, I don't know how they're going to break it down every year. How much he gets every year. How much he gets here and there. I'm not sure how that, w- how that would go. But at the end of the day, he's going to want market. Dallas should have took care of him last year. Or before Wentz and Goff got their money. And then they wouldn't be in this bind. But now they can't wait. People say may, may say franchise tag him. That'll work. But let's say Dak holds out That's possible But let's just say They franchise tag Dak And then they have to, they'll have they say Okay we're going to try again next year You got Patrick Mahomes coming up man now, Patrick Mahomes going to get whatever He asked for And reason obviously with the salary cap But they're going to get Mahomes Whatever he asked for That man just won him a Super Bowl And he's what 24 years old he, it's a he's going to be around for a while. So they're going to give Mahomes whatever he want. Also, or well, a lot of people aren't talking about that Sean Watson is also up. So he's going to get money from the Texans because at this point, him and Nuke are the Texans. He's going to get whatever he asks for from the Texans. So the market will be reset. And then let's say, again, that Dak is franchise tag. Dak is going to say, OK, well, Watson got 125 mil guaranteed. I want 120. I want 130. That's going to happen. Again, it ain't about what people think you're worth, fans or analysts or whatever. It's about being free. It's about market. People want market. The problem Dallas has not only even with Dak, it's also they got to take care of Amari Cooper. They got to take care of Byron Jones. And I, get, I know a couple of role players they got to take care of as well. I know Robert Quinn is one of them. But those are the main three, I believe Byron, Dak, uh, and Amari. But isn't. Amari and Dak, a package deal. Dak took off once Amari got here, got to Dallas. Now, last year wasn't necessarily the banner year for Amari like it was when he first got there because, you know, some things that he took himself out of the game and sometime when he disappears, and I get it. I think Amari still can be a, a good top ten receiver. But then you have to wonder if you take if you don't resign Amari and he goes elsewhere, which you will get paid, you gotta understand that somebody there's always somebody that will pay somebody what you think they're not worth. So let's just say they don't re Amari and they keep Dak. Now what? You're going to go get a rookie? You're going to go somebody else in free agency? Remains to be seen, but then you're kind of hurting Dak by not bringing his number one receiver back. So that's going to be interesting. As far as Byron Jones goes, did he have the year he had the pre- previous year? No. Is he still a good corner? Yes. I think they'll be crazy not to re-sign him. But this is the corner they back themselves into. They gotta re-sign three top tier, I would say top tier guys as far as market. There, if you let Dak, Amari, and Byron Jones all go to Free Agency, for example, they're gonna get paid. My motto with Free agency is there all there is always one. There's always one. And what I mean by that is there's always one team, or guy I always say too, that will pay up for somebody. You may not think player a is worth this but there's always one team that will pay him so there's that now the last thing i want to talk about with dak is michael Irvin, Emmitt smith skip baylor they all talk about he should take less money because he's quarterback of america's team and then i see that he makes all this money off endorsements and if he wasn't the dallas cowboys quarterback he wouldn't have these endorsements let's make one thing clear stop pocket watching. I get it. You just want him to take less money for the better of the team. And I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. All I'm saying is don't try to tell, don't say that he makes X amount of money through endorsements. So that means he should take less money. No, that's not how this goes. There's nothing to do on the field, what I do on the field. I'm not taking less money because I make endorsement deals. I don't care how many I have. And I see Dak on a lot of different endorsements, maybe like four or five. Maybe it's more that, you know, are locally in Texas. But I'm not taking less money just because I have endorsements. I'm taking, I want the money I, that market value says. Will I take it slightly, slightly yet uh, less? Probably. Let's say market value is. I'm just say thirty-five million dollars. I think Russell makes thirty-six mil a year. Okay. I want thirty-two, thirty-three, or something like that. But they want him to take. I think um, it's being reported he wants thirty-five or something around there. People are saying he should take like 27, 26. No. He should do that because he wants to, not because he makes endorsement money or he does it. No, oh, well, you're the Cowboys quarterback. No. Pay me what I'm owed. DeMarcus Lawrence got paid what he owed, Well, he was owed. Zeke got paid, Got became the highest paid running back in the league. He held out. The offensive line, Tyron Smith, Travis Frederick, paid. So can I get mine? That's. I'm just saying what I would be thinking if I'm Dak. This is very similar to the Le'Veon Bell situation. Not the uh, only... Minus the franchise tax, of course. Le'Veon Bell was probably looking at the Steelers situation as if... Or like... Ben Roethlisberger got paid. Guys on O-line got paid. Antonio Brown got paid. Ooh, can I get some of that? And the Steelers would not give it. So that's why I believe Le'Veon held out, really. That one uh, last year. Because... If I'm Le'Veon Bell, I would do the same thing. Hey, man. These... Player A, B, C, D got paid. Can I get mine? I'm putting up numbers just as well as they are. I'm more. I'm important to this offense just like they are. No, I can't. Okay. So I'm just saying that's how Dak may be thinking. I'm not saying I know. I know exactly how you think I'm thinking. You know, if I was Dak. So let's jump into Tom Brady real quick. Is he really gonna leave New England? I feel like the writing on the wall, but. Me, personally, I can't even see him in another jersey. I just can't. That would be the weirdest thing this year if he indeed go to another team. I don't, I can't see it. I don't think the Dallas thing is going to happen. I know Skip Bayless, Skip Bayless talks about how he would love Tom Brady to go to Dallas and it wouldn't be a bigger story, and he would be right about that. The story of Tom Brady going to Dallas would be huge and he would be covered so much as he already is. But I just can't see him actually leaving New England. And I know it's possible. Don't be wrong. I see he's open to a new team and as he should be. I mean, you know, the weapons he had last year were not good. They weren't. So I feel like it's part that is part, can I do this without Belichick? Let me let me prove that I'm not a system quarterback. I don't think he needs to prove anything at this point, but it could be a new way of motivation for Tom Brady. He's a motivated guy. I think he wants. More, more motivation more the better so i just think he's looking at it as if you know i can do this without belichick i can do this without the patriots and i'm open to something new and he's that earned that right he's been the league pretty much forever at this point and he's earned that but still man the the football fan of me, I can't even see him being in a different jersey. That is going to be so weird if it indeed happens. Now, what teams would be interested? I know the Colts would be. I know they uh something that came out that they were interested in Phillip Rivers, which another thing, he, him in different jersey is going to be weird as well. Might be right up there with Tom Brady, actually. Uh The Chargers obviously could be interested. I could see the Chargers doing something like, drafting a quarterback in the first round let him sit for the first maybe two years I'm not sure how long Tom Brady's going to play but I don't think it's going to be one year I think he wants a two year commitment from anybody I think he wants to play at least two to three more years but I can see them drafting a quarterback like I said in the first round and signing Tom Brady and bringing a young quarterback along slowly hopefully, hopefully Tom Brady's better with that quarterback than he was with Jimmy Garoppolo I want to say Dallas is a long shot I don't, I, just don't, I just don't see Dak leaving either. I don't see it happen. They'll franchise tag him before they let that happen. But it remains to be seen. I'm not going to say it definitely is, is it going to happen. I think I think the Chargers make the most sense, to be honest, because the Chargers have a lot of skill positions. They have a okay office line. I think they need to upgrade that. But they have, I don't know, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon will be, to be a free agent, I believe. But Eckler is good. I like Eckler. Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams. He has some weapons over there. So I think the Chargers make the most sense. From a uh weapons standpoint, actually, as much as I hate to say it because I'm a Jaguar fan, I absolutely can't stand the Titans, but the Titans make sense too because they have a potent running game, they have a good offensive line. AJ Brown was in a rookie of the year finals uh vote in this year. Um, you also had Corey Davis who finally came along. And so they they have a they have a, a good defense as well. So Tennessee is a sleeper pick for me to for Tom Brady to go there, even though I think Titans players will probably want to Ryan Tannehill back because they got so far. But, I mean, I think you gotta, you got to at least explore that. I know like Derrick Henry said, why wouldn't we be Ryan and Tannehill back? Of course, and y'all did well with him. It's kind of like us. When we, Jacksonville, went to the AFC Championship game, why wouldn't we bring Blake Borders back? He played pretty good. So, that didn't work out. So, hopefully, uh our rather Part actually part of me, I was about to say that I would rather see him stay in New England, but part of me legit legitimately wants to see him somewhere else just to see what it looks like. Just to see. It's gonna make that'll make football season so interesting, even though it's already gonna be good. Um, but I think I want to see him somewhere else just to see. Just to see how he even look. Stand on quarterbacks, Phyller Rivers and Jameis Winston. Jameis, obviously a free agent coming up. And so is Philip Rivers as the, him and the Chargers are read it part ways. The Chargers, again, are interested because they can go veteran quarterback or they could go throw a young rookie in there. But they're going to a new stadium. Does Tom Brady need to be there for them to sell tickets? I don't know. But I feel like Phillip Rivers and James Winston are tied to each other for the simple fact that, let's say Rivers goes to Tampa. Obviously, that means the Bucs aren't bringing back James Winston. Then where does James, James Winston go? That's going to be the big thing because you got you have teams like the Redskins, even though they they uh they just drafted the Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Haskins, but Ron Rivera said they're open to everything about quarterback. They're not. He's not married to Dwayne Haskins because the previous regime drafted him. So think of Kyler Murray when Kings King, uh, Cliff Kingsbury came into Arizona and they had Josh Rosen. So. <laughs> he drafted Calamari for the still. It didn't really matter to him. He wanted his quarterback, and rightfully so. So that that's another big thing. There's a lot of quarterback carousel going on. So let's say Josh Rosen is in Miami. Fitzpatrick probably will be back. He played okay for them, as Fitzpatrick normally does. What happens to Rosen? Does he get let go? Does he, you know, flounder and go somewhere? I don't know. It's a lot of quarterback stuff going on, but let, again, if Rivers goes to Tampa, where does Winston go? Does people, do somebody pay Winston, or they, they do they say, okay, no, we're gonna go after a guy in the draft, or we're gonna get go the lower tier guy, maybe Mariota. Mariota's a free, he's gonna be a free agent most likely. There's a lot of stuff going on with the quarterbacks, and I can't wait to see. It's gonna be very, very interesting to see what happens with quarterbacks. What happens with free agent period? But the quarterbacks are gonna be very interesting. I could see Tom Brady being a first person, first domino, so to speak, to fall. Where he goes will dictate a lot. If he goes to Chargers, for example, okay, that eliminates, you know, James Winston going back. Obviously, Rivers isn't going back. The Colts looking for a quarterback because I think they've realized Brissett isn't who they thought he would be, I guess you want to say, especially with all the weapons he had plus the offensive of line. So they're going to look for a quarterback. I know they, Phillip Rivers was of interest. The question remains, do they sign a guy like Philip Rivers, Jameis Winston, somebody like that, or they go through the draft? I think they're looking to win now, so I think they're gonna to have to, the veteran route. I think Philip Rivers is a good fit there, even though I don't want to see him in, in the FC South because for some odd reason, Phillip Rivers always tortures my team. So stay away. Stay away, please. So that's what I'm thinking on the NFL with these quarterback situations. Um I'll get I'll be back. And talk about free agency as it gets closer. I'll keep talking about free agency as it gets closer and closer and closer. We'll get more. You know, once franchise tag deadlines over, we can really jump into it to see, all right, this person isn't going to free agency. So So next, man, we're going to talk about baseball. Spring training just started. Let's go Mariners. Do something, please. (laughs) But we're going to talk about the Houston Astros. Just got to get into their apology tour. Like rough. It's just it j it just it's, it's it's trash. The the way they're apologizing was trash, man. So we're gonna get into that. I'm gonna talk about what should have happened, the infamous mystery of the Atuve tattoo, and what it thinks he's gonna look like for the Astros. So stay tuned, man. Let's make a switch over to baseball. The Houston Astros, as everybody knows at this point, were caught cheating, stealing signs. Via video, banging on trash cans, the whole everything. Here's my issue with what's going on with this situation. Were we supposed to believe that was an apology from the owner? Is that what we supposed to believe? If that is an apology, (laughs) then I've been doing it wrong because everybody for that matter been doing it wrong that was the worst apology i've ever seen maybe even ever i just think it looks condescending it looks like hey i'm sorry that we got caught that's exactly how it came off to me it didn't come off like well we apologize for stealing signs because we know that's against the rules we cheated to win a championship they won a world series in that year man that's what makes it look even worse So your 2017 World Series champions are cheaters. And now you have to wonder how long have they actually been cheating? How long have they been doing this? How long before they perfected whatever they were trying to do? It's a lot going on there, but I just had to start with that. I can't even call it an apology. The lack thereof. He was asked directly. So what are you apologizing for? He said, because he broke a rule. Not, not, we stole signs, we knowingly cheated, we, that messed up the integrity of the game, none of that. Because he broke a rule. Man, we are to believe that's an apology. I would have punished him just for that apology, or lack thereof, like I said. That was crazy. Um, the Altuve tattoo mystery. Might have to call Scooby Doo and the Gadget because I I want to see this tattoo, and of course everybody wants to see the quote unquote tattoo that's being talked about because of a teammate saying that he had a tattoo. So now we want to we want to see proof because I'm sorry if you hit a game winning, series winning, home run that sends your team to the World Series, you are not going to the dugout, going downstairs to the locker room, and then come back out with a brand new shirt on all of a sudden. It just, it, they have to understand how suspicious that looks. Because you know what? I watched the game. I didn't even notice uh, the Altuve thing. Actually, I did see it. But, you know, at that time, we no idea what he's saying, what that even means. But the evidence against them is crazy. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen, this much detailed evidence in something like this that they had no you know without a shadow of doubt that they were caught but to say don't pull my don't rip my jersey off because you don't want to see a tattoo it could be a tattoo that wasn't even finished it could be a tattoo that you got a long time ago i understand but that no i'm not believing it. i'm sorry I uh, they've i didn't think it'd get worse for excuses for them but as soon as that was said it became even worse Me, personally, the punishment was light. They won a World Series. If I know the Yankees feel cheated, I know any Yankee fan feel cheated, any Dodger fan feel cheated. Whoever played them possibly during the season feels cheated. But I know for an absolute fact, if I'm a playoff team that played them in the playoffs, I am livid. I don't see how you can be. Maybe they... They didn't, you know, use their little tricks against certain people. I don't know. It's, we don't know. But if you're telling me, hey, in 2017 is when they cheated, everybody that they played in 2017 that, they, that uh, they beat, we have a legitimate gripe. Especially playoffs. I can't imagine if my team was playing them in the World Series and this is found out. You have to strip the you have to strip that World Series. I'm sorry. To let them keep it is like a slap in the face to the rest of the major league. In my opinion, they should have stripped them of the World Series. They should suspend some players because the players have just as much into it as the manager and the GM. They knew about it. Now obviously you can't fire the owner because he owns the team. But players are at fault as well. They can get up there and apologize a thousand times, but they know what they did. Players should have been suspended in this. That World Series title should have been stripped. But that's just me. I know a lot of people that believe that as well. They got a slap on the wrist for cheating. And I don't think it would be as severe if they didn't win the World Series. They won the World Series while doing this. That's just me. Unfortunately for them, though. This upcoming season, they're gonna see a lot of hip hop pitches. Now, I know the uh commissioner said be you know warning other teams of doing that. But man, it could be what? It could be the seventh guy, it could be the third hitter in the eighth inning, it could it could be anything. They so that you really can't police that honestly because you have to understand the the anger. In that of the rest of the major league, especially, again, as I said, teams that played them in the playoffs. But you see in spring training right now, they already lead the league in hit by pitches. And that's that's not going in. That's not going anywhere. It's not. Anytime they are away, fans are going to jeer them the entire game. The signs that people bring is going to be crazy, but they're not going to let them off the hook there. They might be like it might be like this for a while. I don't think it's gonna be let go anytime soon. I just don't see it. The fact their lack of apology and kind of how Altuve and the rest of them went on and talked about it, and they're and then they're they're not they're apologetic, I guess you wanna say, but then you have guys that I feel like they don't understand. I know I believe it was Josh Reddick that said something about we're just gonna kick everybody, everybody's bleep. I don't need to go there. But what do you expect people to feel? How do you expect people to feel that you guys cheated to win a World Series? And again, who knows how long you guys been doing it? Who knows when it started? Who we don't know. All we know is you cheated, you used video, you cheated to win a World Series. I expect people to be upset. Oh, we're just going to do this. Okay, don't talk about it, be about it. But y'all haven't y'all didn't do it when without the cheating, so it remains to be seen. So, I just want to get that off my chest, man. I'm a Seattle Mariners fan and they're in my division and I can't be bothered with them and the sad thing is I actually like a lot of their players but I look at them a lot different now because just and just for the record I know a lot of people say well you're taught to steal signs no 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 no. I 100% understand that I play baseball and I get it if somebody's going to show you what they're doing and they don't have them sort day signs I 100% get it the video is the problem you can't If I see, if I'm on second base and I see something that a guy always does, I could let the back. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm on the field. I'm not using video. And then, yeah, that, see, that's the issue. But again, in my opinion, the punishment should have been more severe. It should have been more severe. I feel like they got off with a slap on the wrist. When we come back, I want to jump into the Wilder Fury fight real quick. I believe Fury won the first fight. But, we'll get into that next. Be right back. Hey, welcome back. I want to talk about this Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight. Now, I'm on record that I believe Tyson Fury won the first fight. But, I do believe the late knockdown is what eventually got the draw to happen. I still think Tyson Fury won the fight. I was absolutely shocked when they did the draw. But that did set us up for a rematch, and I was hoping that um, this was a more definite, definitive, I should say, decision. And we got that. Now I didn't think that the towel would get thrown in out. I, I didn't think that in a million years. But here we are. I feel like Deontay Wilder never. I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say never, but I think after the second round or during the second round, I feel like he never got his foot his footing after that. I don't know what happened, and we'll get into the costume thing in in a minute. But I felt like to me he just didn't have his footing, and when a power puncher doesn't have his footing, the power isn't going to be there as it normally is. And we all know Deontay Wilder is a power puncher. He has lightning in that right hand, and if he hits you with it solid you going down or at least he gonna set you up to go down he hit you with two or three yeah, it's, it's over but Tyson Fury is the better boxer I believe Deontay Wilder is the better fighter there's a difference a lot of people don't understand that but Fury is more skill as far as a boxer but Deontay Wilder is a great fighter Deontay Wilder only knows one way though to go about his matches the man is was 42 0 and 1 with 41 knockouts there's a reason for that is a big reason for that he again one of the best power punchers I've ever seen but Fury was better in this one I'm sure we'll get a trilogy I believe they already said that Wilder is going to invoke his rematch calls, which I can't wait they talk about summer which is kind of quick if you think about it actually no it's still winter so then again it's not that quick Um, so I fully expected Wilder to invoke his rematch calls, and he and he apparently has so I'll, I'm looking forward to the trilogy I'm, I am don't know if Wilder... I'm curious to see, I should say, if Wilder comes out with a different game plan. We all know he's a power puncher. We all know he wants to knock you out. With Fury, the question's going to become, can he knock Fury out? Because he hasn't yet. He's knocked him down, but not out. Even though this man, Tyson Fury, arose like the Undertaker uh, in, in the first fight, which was insane to see. Ref, slow count, yes, I 100% agree. But does not take away that fury rolls like Undertaker that's what we talking about so um i'm curious to see what happens in the third fight if fury wins again what happens does wader do wader lose confidence i don't think so personally but he, then he he has to find a way to beat fury we all know about anthony joshua and him possibly entering this fray i don't know he's been kind of ducking low key but Hopefully he does. Whether he fights Fury or Wilder, I would like to see both, to be honest. So I'm anticipating a trilogy, and we'll see what happens. I'm assuming the winner faces Joshua if finally that happens in the around the fall. The throwing in the tiles I just mentioned really, really caught me off guard because I just didn't, I haven't seen that in a while, and I figured it is one. Man, you're talking about the champion as well. You're talking about the heavyweight champion. I figured you would have to knock knock him out for him to lose that belt. But trainers are taught, man, not only to obviously train you, but they're also taught to protect you from yourself. Because as a fighter, as a fighter, you want to fight till you can't go anymore. It happens. You want to do things until you can't go anymore. But sometimes you have to be protected by other people on the outside looking in that are seeing what's really going on you're in the heat of battle man so of course you want to keep fighting you think you keep going you think you keep going sometimes you just don't have it and you understand it. you know it but a fighter is different A fight, like boxing i feel like it's so different because you want to do it so bad you want to win so bad so mano e mono sport and hey if i'm the champion you want to knock me out so the throwing the towel shocked me. I think Wilder was shocked as well. Obviously, I think he let the guy go. I believe, and um, I get it. I do get it. But I think Wilder will let them know, hey, we're not doing that again. But again, the trainer is supposed to supposed to protect you from yourself. So I don't have an issue with the throwing the towel. I'm just saying, I kind of shocked me. This all. Now to get into the costume. We'll, or, uh, weighed 40, 50 pounds and it hurt his legs, which may all be true. But you chose to wear the costume, man. You knew how heavy it was because apparently he tried it on the day before. You know how heavy it was. He was better off, honestly. I mean, don't be wrong. The get up was dope. <laughs> it was dope. I think he would better suited wearing the mask and just wearing the robe because that's a lot. That's a lot. And that's a nice walk to the ring. He probably is better off having that costume on and getting carried, which would have been more pounds. But, I mean, hey, Fury got carried. He, you can be carried. I just feel, man, people going to look at that that excuse. And I'll do, too. Man, that's an excuse. I don't want to hear that. And, again, it may be true, but you can't do that because you chose to wear that outfit knowing how much it weighed. You chose to wear that outfit knowing how it wore you down. Now, again, obviously, he didn't walk to the ring in it, so he didn't know that. But, nah, you got to be smarter than that. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. So, again, I look forward to the trilogy, man. I'm, I'm interested in heavyweight boxing a lot um, from the days of Holyfield. Growing up, watching Holyfield, Lennox Lewis, Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson, of course, and guys like that. So, I'm interested that the heavyweight division is doing really well. So, hopefully, for the trilogy, it's a, it's a good fight as well. So, when we come back, we're going to wrap this up. And uh, we're going to preview... The wrestling show that's coming up. So I'll be back. Before I go. If you're into wrestling, make sure to check me out tomorrow. I will be doing a wrestling edition of the podcast every Saturday from here on out. I want to talk about Super Showdown. I still can't believe The Fiend Goldberg finish. I'm getting that get into that tomorrow. Also want to talk about AEW. Got the pay-per-view tomorrow Revolution. I'm very excited for that. Very interested in the Moxley versus Jericho match. The match I'm most interested in most likely is Hangman Page, Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks. I feel like that last promo with them, the last sit-down with Jim Ross, pulled me in. They called my man Hangman Page a jobber before they found him ROH, and that was messed up. But damn, if I can't say it didn't have a little bit of truth to it. So, that pulled me even more into that match. Obviously, for history purposes, that match should be very good. But that promo right there pulled me in. I wish they had one more week to build on it, but I'm cool with it um, Also I'm going to talk a little NXT A little Smackdown A little bit of everything So if you're into wrestling Make sure you tune in tomorrow Link will drop I'll let everybody know when it drops As for this edition I appreciate everybody listening If you got any ideas Anything Any topics you want to talk about Let me know If you want to come on the podcast Let me know I'm always Welcoming people Come in Have their own points of views I like to talk to people I like to You know Chop it up and see What you think about certain things so, again, if you want to get on, hit me up, let me know, and we'll get it done ASAP. Um, so, again, I appreciate everybody listening, taking time out of your day, your busy schedule to give me a listen. I appreciate it for all the people that pushed me back into doing this, that gave me the motivation to keep going and keep grinding. I appreciate y'all as well. Couldn't do it without y'all. I really can't. So, until next time, man, I'll see y'all tomorrow. If you ain't in the wrestling, I'll see you next week.